Hello and welcome. I am Steph Smart and this is Smart Ponders, a collection of blogs and podcasts created by me where I ponder things great and small from arts and creativity to well-being and self-improvement and so much more. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Pinterest with the username at Smart Ponders. Today's podcast is an audio recording of the blog titled Overcoming Adversity. My story. Venturing into the new world of blogging and podcasting, I've been thinking about all the things I want to talk about, be it words of wisdom, things I wish I'd been told before, or topics that generally interest me. I decided that the first three blogs and accompanying podcasts should be able to give you a sense of who I am and what I believe in, especially to those of you who don't know me yet. The first blog introduced the ideas of why I've started the blog. The second was around my beliefs as a kidult. Read it or listen to it if you haven't already, and that will make more sense. And coming to the here and now of the third blog entry. I think it would be remiss of me not to talk about my health. Don't worry though, this is not a pity post or pity party. If anything, it's a celebration of things past and things achieved. It may get a little honest and heavy, but please do not let that put you off. If you've read my about page on smartponders.com, you'll know that I have a chronic health condition called myalgic encephalomyelitis, ME for short. I was diagnosed back in 2007 at the age of 19. The condition will not ever leave me and there is no cure. But make no mistake, it does not define who I am. It is merely one aspect of the many pieces of the puzzle that creates me. Before I go on, I want to give you a wee overview of the condition from my point of view. I appreciate that it varies from person to person, with some people completely bedbound and unable to have much of a life. I am one of the lucky ones that has been able to learn to manage the condition to the point that I have a full life. Yes, there are times when the condition flares or I relapse, but plenty of rest and accepting what my body and mind needs at the time usually does the trick. The term myalgic encephalomyelitis can be broken down into three elements. Myalgic, meaning muscle pain, encephalo, meaning the brain, and myelitis, meaning inflammation. The condition has a myriad of symptoms that vary in degree. On a day-to-day basis, I always have pain present in my muscles and joints, mainly my spine and neck. On a flare, this is exacerbated and spreads to my legs, hands and arms. The circulation in my body can be poor, which also results in pain. Thankfully, this usually presents itself with the flares and not always in the day-to-day. I also get muscle spasms and again, flares only. Cognitively, I have brain fog a lot, meaning I'll lose words for things, forget my sentences, forget people's names and have complete mind blanks where there is literally nothing in my head. Concentration can also be a big challenge. These things are always present, but again, vary in severity. Finally, there is the fatigue. 
Again, this is always present, every day. Just sometimes it's a lot worse. It's a different sort of tired from the tired that you feel at the end of a day or the tired when you feel you haven't had a great sleep the night before. It's a relentless exhaustion that on some days will physically prevent me from lifting my head off the pillow, let alone get out of bed. Sometimes the day will feel like it's moving in slow motion or that I'm moving in slow motion and everything is speeded up. There are also additional symptoms like headaches, sore throat, sensory overloads. It's uh, quite something. As you'll have realised by now, it's quite the smorgasbord. When I was first diagnosed, there was a mix of relief and denial. Um, Relief that I was being taken seriously and that I was right, that something was wrong. But denial that it was ME, that the life I once knew was no more. And at 19, that was a hard pill to swallow. I don't remember much of the eight and a half months of being bedbound as my brain has shut down a fair bit. I do remember taking comfort in horror films though. I'd watch them to get a scare because when I got a scare, there was a small adrenaline rush in my body that reminded me I was still alive. Um, I still watch horror films as they help me to put life into perspective sometimes. There were points when I wanted to give up, but I didn't. This was not what my life was going to be. I refused to accept that I would be ill for the rest of my life. So I fought. I fought as much as I could even when I couldn't. That fight looked different at various points in the rehabilitation process. Fighting in the sense of learning about the condition and my body's response. Learning to listen to my mind and what it was telling me. Acknowledging when it was fear talking and when it wasn't. Relying on the support of close friends and family throughout was invaluable. It was often them that would help me to note when I was doing a bit too much for the day. Having gone from being bathed by my mum to being able to sit outside with people, it was hard at times not to push myself to do too much. The reality of the impact of doing too much too soon was present. Yes, it was amazing being outside with people, but at what cost? How much would I pay for it later? An hour or two hours seated in a garden on a sunny day with friends and family could mean three days in bed resting. Ultimately, and even now, there is always a price to pay for everything that I do and how I live my life. So for me, it's about weighing up the value with the return. Is this thing I need to do today going to be worth being in bed for a couple of days as of tomorrow? Over the past 14 years, I've learned how to manage the condition. I've had ups and downs to the points I've questioned if there was a point to it all. Yet, I continued to fight. I want to use this blog, this podcast, as a space to continually remind me of the things that are important and reflect on where I am today. I'm generally healthy with only occasional flares and it's been quite a while, touch wood, since I've had a relapse. Long may that continue. I work full time and although I rest a lot in the evenings and weekends, I live a full and happy life. My intention is to do another blog podcast that goes into a bit more detail about the recovery and rehabilitation process. But for now, I guess what I'm saying is please don't give up. 
whatever it is that you're going through, keep fighting. Take it minute by minute or hour by hour if you have to, but things will and do get better even if it seems like they won't. The adversity can be overcome. You've got this. This has been a Smart Ponders podcast. Thanks for listening.